Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Campbell has a gambling problem. It's squished the fish on Sunday Night Football for the division crown. And Hugh picks 10-2 and two in your last two weeks. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the yeah! Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, or welcome back to Look Who's Talking NFL, episode 166. All episodes brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca or follow Huck Media on Instagram for any and all media needs, drone needs, whatever the hell you want. Uh, also, uh, it's run by our mustache twisting, flyboarding, father of Bowie, uh, Titans beat reporter, Huck Daddy. Uh, as you heard, uh, yeah, we went four and two last week on Upix, six and oh the week before. So we are 10 and two our last two weeks, 11 games over 500 for the season at 55. 44 and three. It was a heck of a week. The Bills squeaked by. We'll talk about all that and the Lions Cowboys comedy of errors on Saturday night football. Uh, we hope you had a great weekend. There was a ton of great football, the college football semifinals. I live bet the shit out of it and it ended up great, even though originally I had the both wrong teams. Uh, we're Mike is pacing, he's humbled and uh, firing all cylinders. Sounds like you had a good weekend. We're Mike. How the hell are you? Hey, 2024, fuck you. Okay. Okay. How about that? Weird Mike in the house at Centennial coming off a football orgy. The FU is because I'm mad. It just ended with the Sugar Bowl at almost 1 a.m. We're talking four days of NFL and NCAA Primo Bowl. Not the bullshit, whatever. The real bowl, the citrus, the gator, the sugar, Saturday night football, Dan Campbell. He is not the bad gambler at the Vegas casino. We've all seen that. He is the broken down, spirit done, riverboat gambler, like low low down in the bayou, like in Jackson, Mississippi, like <laughs> the fucker turns a goddamn vine around his neck and calls it a day. Yeah. And nobody bats an eyelash like. What are you doing, Dan? I, <clears throat> I say it again. Is, is that could be a tile, Huck? Football orgy? That was for, and it's like my body knew it needed to be sick to stay home, to tell everybody to just beat it and let Weird Mike have this end of year, new year, melange of, oh, Jeff, Jeff. My body knew. Great. My body knew. Well, I hope you're feeling better. And wherever you're listening all over the world, Nihao, Priviat, Ola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, Ciao, and Vanagam, which is Sri Lankan for hello, or maybe come all over your face. We're not really sure. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, if you've been a look who's talker for five, six years now, we appreciate you. We love you. Keep DMing me those same game parlays because I vibe off them. Uh, yeah, I went forward to my picks on the weekend, but yeah, the college football playoff. Both games ended up being great. Uh, I I had a I had a I got a sneaky but Jeff bet that Joe Meaford knows all about. When uh, when I like an underdog, I like the double result bet. Mike, we've talked about this before. So I had Michigan to win the first half, Alabama to win the game. When Alabama went up by a touchdown, that cash out was nice. However, I was driving through the mountains from Banff to Kamloops, going in and out of. Uh, in and out of like coverage to be able to even like take the cash out. So they're up by a touchdown. I got 75% of the bet. Uh, 
And then in the later game, I want to hear what you have to say about uh, the uh, Michigan Alabama as well. But in the later game, when the game was tied at halftime, I live. Bet, I was home now from Banff. Live bet Washington at twenty-one twenty-one. Uh, then they go up ten points. They get the ball back uh, after that fumble. They're offering me eighty percent of the bet. I take it, and then I throw it down on Texas spread and money line. Cash the, like spread. Just let the bet go and cash the money line. Uh, bef- sort of before that last drive, and then rebet the money line when it looks like they had a chance after that injury. Anyway, a very profitable turn of events over two games. In which case, I never really bet the winner, but just live bet the shit out of it and kept cashing out. So keep in mind, you don't have to wait till the end of the game, folks. No, but uh, it's less fun. <laughs> I know. Out. I know, but it's more profitable. Definitely less fun. It makes, I had a feeling Michigan was gambling. Coming back. It makes gambling feel more of a workload chore, which, you know, it is. But, you know, I'm, I bet big money and instead of going to a dinner and spending two, three hundred bucks, oh, yep. I'll spend those same three hours, put it on my favorite team. You may think less, more, whatever of it. I but know. now that I cashed out 45 minutes, it's like the waitress brought over the dessert first. <laughs> you took two bites of the blueberry pie and you bounced out of the restaurant. You left a nice tip. She brought you're not, you the bill. You're not, you're not really angry. She brought you the bill before the main course. Yeah. It's, you're it's, like, well, I was planning on doing this for longer. Yeah. So, we're two, we're two different types of gamblers. I'm a grinder. You got more zeros to work with. And I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to build yeah. that bankroll. It's just I'll, the reality take- of it. I, I take cash outs. I get the live bet scene, but it without doubt takes shine off your plans for a game. Even think about a bar, Jeff. You go to a bar and you're smashing on the bills. Sunday night, you're in fucking Collingwood. You got your yeah. buddies there at the TJs. Yeah, yeah. And now the bills, steamroll, 17 nothing halfway through the first, auto cash. You're not looking. Who knows where your night goes from there? It's variables, man. We're talking yes. variables. Yes. Now, if you including the bills, there's a slight emotional bias there. I might not take that cash out. However, if I don't have an emotional attachment to the team, like if this is Texans Titans, I'm going to fucking take the cash out and then rebet on the team that's losing and hope I can profit, profit off that thinking the game will be close. Anyway, that's how I did it. Uh, shout out to our boy, Harris, biggest Michigan fan. I know. And uh, no, there's bigger, there's bigger out there. Yeah. Anyway, we're uh, just, Fired up for any and all Michigan fans. They, they haven't had a game like this in a long time. That was fucking crazy. And uh, shout out to Portnoy. Won a million dollars on a bet. Uh, it's got to feel fucking good. You know, he, he actually, uh, he got a lot of hate for that. But you said on right before, he's like, you guys are idiots if I think I have a million dollars growing on trees. Like, you're yeah. stupid if you think that. If you watch the video of him, like, you can tell. Like, this yeah. it doesn't, so you, you know, it's you a million real emotion. Bucks. He, like when 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 Bama goes up by seven, like he's hiding in his hood, the same way me and you would be, me with a hundred dollar bet, you with a five hundred dollar bet. You know, like everyone's got their units, <laughs> and he put a fuck ton of units on Michigan. Speaking of units, Hugh. Oh, when the Saints go oh, marching in, I know. Oh, when the Saints go mar, big big weekend on Bourbon Street for Weird Mike. Let me tell you. Yeah, starting with Who Day, showing Baker Batty. It's just natural. It's not Baker's fault. Everybody in that room know that they got Carolina next weekend. 
Yeah. Um, which they've turned into a different dog now that they've lost the pick. So that, that's a very more dangerous game than I think. I don't know if that's making your board, Hugh. It's scratching the bottom of it. Let me tell you. She's it's scratching tight. the bottom. That's it's a tight it, one. Week 18's tough. And I'm sure Maddie's listening to this, nodding his head right now because week 18's tough. You got to figure out who's playing and who's not. We're recording on Tuesday. I've done all the research I can to figure out who's playing, who might be playing, and even the time, the time thing. It's, uh, for instance, I was looking at Denver, right? But it, depending on what Pittsburgh does on Saturday night, they could be out. So I think the Raiders is the pick there. I'm staying away from that game, but I was heavily looking at Broncos with Stidham. But because that particular game does not line up with their playoff chances, I'm staying away. But now, now you got the Eagles Giants. You know, Eagles technically can still win the division if the Cowboys somehow lose to the Commanders. That game's at the same time in the four o'clock time slot. Are the Eagles really going to go into the playoffs happy with how they're playing right now? I think they play. I think they play their starters in New York. And that's just, that's not knowing for sure. That's a, that's kind of a hunch on football yeah, knowledge. Yeah. So you're right. That's probably the play is to get some momentum and get a nice win against a team, you know, et cetera. Yep. But that's not the recipe to winning the Super Bowl. That might win you your wild card game and build some momentum in the short term, but it's a war of attrition. They're already banged up. Remember, they already went to the Super Bowl last year. That's an extra two games. I know. It's it's just not it's not necessarily just moving up a wild card spot, like five to six or six to five. It it there's still a chance they could win the division and have a home playoff game against yeah. like the Packers or something, or you know, so that means less to the players than you think, though, eh? Like hey, sure, coaches and organizations want that. I get it. Yeah. Some of them are, but, some of the games this week are, are, are much easier to figure out who's playing like bucks win and they win the division. All everyone's playing. If they can Baker's a little banged up. Um, anyway, I, on our, on our sort of crossfires last week, my gold pick lost your saints win Baker's much better as an underdog. I'll call it that. Um, however, he's, he's you not here this week. You were banging on my bears pick and they smoked the I Falcons. Did. Taylor Heineke in the wind, three picks. And you thought I was fired up with that football orgy intro, folks. If for whatever reason, the only game I lost, hand to God, pools and bets, was the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. I would have had the perfect day. I would have been. So I didn't lose a lot of money, but the the, the near sight and fields and the pressure, total misstep. It wasn't one of the weird picks coming up soon. Our boy, Hugh. 10 and 2 in his last 12. How about oh, that, folks? We went many, from 9 and 0 oh yeah. to 10 and 2, passing the baton. Hey, how many people were all over the Arizona Cardinals last week that you know of? I was all over their spread. I, I took well, a money line. Kyler Murray wants to stay in Arizona. And the farther they get away from those first couple picks, is more likely he does. Just that that's just and and the Eagles are shit on third down right now especially against a running quarterback like Kyler. However, they just gave it to James Conner over and over and over again. You Weird wanna... game, but uh, Eagles are still in sort of those elite eight teams. I think they could win the Super Bowl, but barely. So they beat the Giants, what, 12 days ago? Yep. Right? Barely. barely. <laughs> Giants were driving, right? T-Mobile. Your boy, Tyrod. But this guy won't die, man. This he guy. Cost, cost me my, my spread ticket against the Rams last week. Those are my only two losses, Rams and Bucks. And your boy, your boy, your boy Tyrod, just basically plays one game a year, which keeps him on NFL rosters. You know? One how game. Dare you, 
it's, it's more like four to six. <laughs> he will be starting next week, and there's some money line fuck soup because they gave away that game against the Rams, and they would have totally, totally lost to the Eagles with that win too. So now you got a hungry New York team to end on the right note versus a team that just beat them barely 10 days ago. Eagles, look, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I would go the exact opposite. You hear me, Sirianni? Don't fucking push your chips in. Take every seat out and take your fucking dinner break, okay? Leave, leave your table minimum on the table at MetLife in East Rutherford with those fucking mobster slime, okay? Do that. Get everybody back in. Build a fucking igloo around you in South Philly and just say, let's go, okay? Who cares? We got to go on the road and win a game. Big deal. I think that's what I would do. I just lay it down to the G-men. What do you think, Hugh? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. Again, they've just been playing so bad that I don't think you can just rest mm. and like and just go into the soup into the playoffs in the NFC playing like this. So I think you just you got you got like AJ Brown calling out the court, like the, basically the play calling. It's it's and by the way, both old Philly coordinators uh, won last week. One with the with Philadelphia's old backup Gardner Minshew and uh, the Colts. And then you had Arizona come in with their old coordinator and smoke the Eagles. So I just think the Eagles need to play a game. And the fact that they have something to play for. Uh, I mean, commanders are going to, I mean, the commanders suck, but they're going to come out full throttle against the Cowboys. Like, they, 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 you know they got, why not? It's week 18. I'm making a bonus weird pick out of order here. We're taking the G-Man, whatever the number is. I'm going to look at it soon, but I'm taking them. That's going to be my third pick. Smash and Sprinkle coming, but Weird Mike will be putting money on his former team. How about that? New York football giant. Plus whatever. You heard me? Put your own fucking number in there, folks. Plus whatever. <laughs> How about Tyrod? Love the okay. and And if he goes down, God save Tommy Cutlets. You know he's getting a call or two. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. A lot of stuff going on. A lot uh, of stuff. It's... Uh, Pretty crazy week here. A lot of money came in on Tennessee in that game. We won't talk about this game for longer than like a minute and a half. A lot no, of money came in on long, Tennessee. Way too long. 40 seconds max. And that's and that's just respect for Vrabel, I guess. Like just, you know, because anyway, Levis gets banged up. Tannehill comes in and basically ends his career as a starter because that was pathetic. Just throwing these little. His career was already over. I know. No, it has to end on Friday night in SmackDown. It never ends at WrestleMania. Nobody wants the <laughs> final match to be that. You understand? Are, now, here's the question: Like, are they gonna are they gonna be the dream wreckers for the Jaguars? I, exactly a year ago, you know, exactly a year ago, Jags ended the Titans season. Can the Titans upset the Jags? And again, Lawrence could be. Maybe Lawrence doesn't play. This is kind of a weird game. And Tannehill's final game as a Titan. Almost 100%. The AFC South is completely up for grabs, and the Titans are nowhere to be found. I know. <laughs> you got a win in your in scenario with Colts and Texans. And then That's if the Jags crazy. lose, whoever wins that game wins the division. And then is a gift for whoever has to play them in the AFC. So hold on. So hold on. The Jags are already in? No. The Jags, if they lose to the Titans, yep. and then the Steelers and Broncos win, the Jags are out. I thought the Broncos are already out. No. 
they have a slight chance. Now, here's the problem. Baltimore, here's the problem for, for Denver is that if Pittsburgh wins, I believe that eliminates the Broncos. <clears throat> now, it doesn't necessarily put Pittsburgh in, but uh, if Pittsburgh beats Baltimore and Baltimore has nothing to play for, they, John Harbaugh has said, oh, you know, we're, we're not saying what we're going to do. But in, in past years, he has rested everybody in games like this especially because Lamar keeps getting hurt late in the season. I, there's, I don't think there's any way Lamar plays. Nice break for Pittsburgh. Yes. Pittsburgh's this is, big. This is ahead, the huh? type of game the Titans win. Yeah, right? It doesn't really matter, but Bravel just wants to give everybody a big fuck you on the way out. Yep. Yep. Um, Steeler, Vegas does not think that Lamar or any of the Ravens starters are going to play as Pittsburgh with Mason Rudolph is minus three and a half right now at Baltimore. I don't like it. I'm staying away, even as a Steelers guy. Yeah, weird place to be a fave. Yeah, especially with that hook. Fuck that hook. And, um, you know, uh, Huntley is Lamar Light. Like, they love this guy. He's one of these local all-time, I mean, go-nowhere backups. Is it still Huntley? Yeah, but he already came in. He threw two touchdowns against the Dolphins. This guy's flying. Oh, that's right. I I changed the channel. He's got that Ravens culture, man. That's how you become Ravens legend. You beat the Steelers when nobody gives a fuck, <laughs> right? Like honestly, I think that's a that's a dangerous spot. Um, Thirty uh, points on the road. It honestly small. feels like a game where the Steelers win by a half point somehow. <laughs> it's like the first half point win in that. In... <sighs> by the way, let's give flowers where they're due. Okay, Coach Tomlin, seventeen mm. straight fucking years, over five hundred with with some with not great quarterbacking, like. Uh, that's that's just impressive. The NFL is a hard place to win. It's just hard. Every week's hard. So that that's that's something, man. That's not nothing. And if you've been picking Steelers win totals over uh, during those seventeen years, you'd be up a couple thousand bucks if you're rolling it over because they're consistently around that number or less in uh, in these later years. I'll tell you, Hugh. If you were in town, man, I'd probably be booking us a flight to South Beach and just catch some of that Bills hype. For that Sunday nighter because... Oh, they're winning, man. They are fucking winning. They're winning. It's on my fucking podium. Like, Dolphins are banged up. They got both defensive ends now hurt. Mm. So you got... um, You know, by the way, we've been talking about the tables and Erie County Sheriff putting the poo-poo on it. Yeah. Guess where people go through tables? Road games. Okay? (laughs) Everybody's about it in the road game. The home team gets into it. That's how they ingratiate themselves, Right. It's self-deprecating humor. You know that's the quickest way to win a crowd. Always, absolutely, absolutely. If you want to make someone else make fun of else someone else's small dick, call yourself small. <laughs> I know you got. Uh, you're gonna have the bill. There's a spoiler. I'm gonna save that. Fucking right, I do. Uh, so that's my exciting. plus three thousand bet. By the way, is down to plus seven fifty. So a month ago, folks, if you listen to look who's talking, I said take the bills at plus three thousand. Right after they lost to, I think it was the Eagles. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, at plus seven fifty right now. <coughs> all right, uh, let's get into this week. Uh, we've already been We're all the way into this bit. week. Man. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm let's, let's do our picks, good. man. Um, Bills all the way back. Woo! All right, I'm fifty five, forty four, and three, four and two last week, six another week before. Let's fucking do it. Huge. Okay, folks, my gold pick this week uh, is, is mirroring a gold pick from a couple months ago. I'm taking the New England Patriots. 
minus two and a half at home against the New York Jets. And what possibly could be Bill Belichick's last game as coach of the Patriots, he's not losing to his absolute hated rival, the New York Jets coming in with fucking some backup quarterback, most likely Trevor Simeon. Look, the Patriots defense stepped up last week. All right. Josh Allen threw for 160 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, I don't think they're going to have trouble with Trevor Simeon plus a home crowd and Bailey Zappi just uh, getting the job done. A couple touchdowns and a couple field goals gets this game done. No problem. So I don't like, I don't like the Jets to do anything. Uh, could be a bagel for the Jets uh, in New England. Belichick's last game. Crowd gives him a nice send-off because they sent it too. And uh, because they should. Good God. All right. Have a little fucking longer memory, Patriots fans. The guy should not be leaving your franchise after what he's done for you. Uh, you had nothing before. You had a couple Super Bowl losses. Anyway, gold pick, Patriots. Uh, they don't need to score too many points to cover the spread. Nice. Jets are Interjected. Nice. Yeah. I haven't agreed with the gold in a minute, Hugh. Yeah. Nice. Pat's minus two and a half. That, that'll go up to three. Take it at two and a half. All right. My silver pick is the goddamn Buffalo Bills minus three at Miami. Miami now missing both starting tight ends. Phillips, or sorry, defensive ends. Phillips and Bradley Chubb. They're going to have a problem putting any pressure on Josh, and that's a fucking problem. Um... Also, just coming off that disappointing game against the Ravens where they were going full out to try to win, I just don't think Tyreek Hill can do this by himself. Dolphins a little banged up, and they'll try to keep Hill healthy heading into the playoffs. They're going to need him. So if this gets ugly, I could see Hill sitting down. I just don't see if the Bills get up by 10 or 14, uh, the Dolphins mounting a comeback. Mostert's still banged up as well. So Buffalo is also just the hottest team in the league. So besides the Ravens. So yeah, give me the Bills minus three to win the division after everybody in the world counted them out about a month ago. This is a Bills team that has come together since they fired Ken O'Brien. And uh, they know that their Super Bowl window is not too many years, doesn't have too many years left with this core. But they got a healthy Josh and they got a fucking chance to win the division, host a playoff game against a weak AFC playoff roster this is the year man bills know it minus three let's go all right my bronze pick i'm taking all faves this week mike we went six and zero with dogs two weeks ago we're going, we're going to go six and zero with faves i'm taking the seattle seahawks with my bronze pick minus three at the arizona cardinals all right seahawks was very disappointing home loss to pittsburgh which is which has put their playoff hopes in jeopardy however with a win over arizona it definitely helps their chances. All right, so they're going to go full out, hold nothing back, and Arizona coming back across the country against a physical game against the Eagles. I just don't think they have any gas left uh, playing against a team that's absolutely playing for something that knows their weaknesses and ins and outs. Give me Seattle in the Dome in Arizona to cover the three. They'll be careful with the ball. And just basically, if, if they don't turn it over, they're going to win this game. And you can say that about a lot of football games, but I think that'll actually be the game plan. Let's just not turn the fucking ball over. We're going to win. And uh, yeah, give me Seahawks minus three at the Arizona Cardinals. Bronze pick. All right, my fourth pick. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints minus three versus the Atlanta Falcons. All right, at the Superdome. Falcons with a tough loss last week against the Bears. Uh, playoff chances pretty much out the window. 
Saints need need this win to possibly win the division if the Bucks can lose to the Panthers. The games at the same time, so we get full effort from a home Saints team that has somewhat found the rhythm in the last two weeks. I'll give them that credit. I'm still not a big Derek Carr fan, but I think they get the job done against the Falcons, who don't have a quarterback. It's kind of important in this league to have one, especially in the fucking Superdome, where you can't hear anyone do anything. So give me uh, the Pope Whistleblowers, the Saints, minus three. I can see that going up to three and a half, so take it at three. All right. And my fifth pick. Fifth pick. Yeah, my fifth pick. I am taking the Philadelphia Eagles, minus five at the Giants. Look, I just think the Eagles are... Vegas is now shitting on them so much. I'm getting five points against Tyrod Taylor's Giants. Uh, I know the Giants have been covering these spreads, but I feel like this particular week is where the Eagles get back on the board, run the ball, don't turn the ball over, and just play some good Eagles football to get ready for the playoffs. It's just a cheap number to get the Eagles. Remember, we buy low, we sell high. All right, the stock is low right now on the Eagles. I'm buying all right, my last pick. I'm scared of this pick. Got to be honest. But of all the other ones on my list, I was looking at uh, Packers Bears, but Bears can beat any anybody right now the way they're playing, even though they're playing for nothing. So I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus five and a half against the worst team in the league, who doesn't even have the number one pick, as Mike pointed out. So it is a weird, what are they playing for? They're not trying to get a better pick. It's just, who knows? They're playing for roster positions. But they're still not that good of a football team. They got a head coach I've never heard of. And I think the Bucs get the job done here. Even if Trask plays, I just like like the Bucs to beat the Carolina Panthers by a touchdown in Sweden, let alone um, in Tampa. So giddy up. Give me Tampa five and a half. I don't like the five and a half. I I would love three and a half. But... uh, I can't, I'm not confident Carolina doing anything right now. They, they lose a lot of bowl games. So it's just a bad football team right now. Give me the Bucks who are going to the playoffs. All right, those are my picks. Six picks, six faves, hopefully six winners. Here we go. Boy, I'm uh, super glad that I really like that gold pick because it's all downhill in the muck <laughs> here in Southern Ontario after that. But let me tell you, I, I'll give you, I'm, I'm liking the Bills. I'm, I'm really am. I'll, I'll warm up to them too. Uh, I'll be pissed that I'm not in Vegas for that. By the way, safe travels, Funzo and the Big Dog. Yeah, Herzo and Maybach, shout out. Heading out to secure the bag at Circa. Godspeed. Awesome. Um, So I'm going to warm up to that big time. I'm really surprised you're going against the Cardinals. They are, man, those motherfuckers are scoring. They're just head down and like. I heard James Conner after they did a little interview with Pam Oliver. By the way, Pam, it's time to check out. Okay, you and Holly Rowe. She was on the sideline at the Rose Bowl. It's enough. 25-plus years on the sideline. No prob. Let's move on. I'm not even talking hotter. I'm just talking different. Get a dude there. I don't care. Okay? It's done. And James Conner was like the Terminator, man. He's like, we're just focused. God, practice, game. We're here. We're together. And I'm like, what? The yeah. Why wasn't this interview pregame? Like, I wouldn't have bet against this guy any <laughs> given Sunday. Like, this guy. So, really surprised. In his home, in his home state, too. Most surprised that you went against uh, those scorching desert birds. I just think that's why I got a good number, right? Or else, like, if they didn't play like that against right. the Eagles, that you're getting five and a half, four and a half, minus three. Give me the Seahawks. Um, we know how I feel about the Giants. Yes. That bet is that that bet, everybody. Here's how I'm dealing with that bet. 
is that I think Nick Sirianni is a little bit like Mike Angeletti. That's what I'm going to bet 80 to $120 on that this nut job from South wherever, Delaware, Jersey, Philly, Con, he's from South something, okay? <laughs> is, is, is looking to himself in the mirror like, how do we get back to the Super Bowl? Like, not even winning. You just get back there, and then we got two weeks to figure that out, right? So that's what I'm thinking. And I, th- I think he's going to pull the shoot, man. They got their their, their ticket punched. Um, Dallas most likely going to trounce. Washington. I just think he'll, I think he'll look stupid if the commanders somehow pull out a win against the boys. Yes. And See, then they, they didn't even the try against the Giants. There's the gamble. Right. This, this guy's not – this guy goes for it on fourth down more than anybody. This guy's running crazy shit. If you play your guys and somebody gets hurt, okay, you were going for the division crown. If you don't play your guys, the commanders win, and you just gave up the division, Philly, the Philly media will eat him. Eat him. Do you really think the commanders are going to beat the Cowboys, man? No, but there's a chance. It's, it's, it's any given Sunday, okay? It's, it's it still Dak a, Prescott. It is any given Sunday. Uh, but not any – anyway. Well, you can dive into that all you want, but that's what that take is, okay? We got Sam Howell playing for like a, his career. I'm just saying, there's there's always little mini stories within every game. Cowboys could be thinking about resting Tyron Smith. They could be thinking about playoffs stuff as well. I think you got... I'm not betting commanders to win. I'm just saying it could happen. Yeah, that, that that's why all the more reason for Sirianni to tuck his tail and do a full risk regroup. Okay, I'm talking top to bottom risk management. Along came Pauly shit. Okay, we're going deep. Next level, folks. Nobody's got you. Episode 166 of this show. All right, the symmetry this year has been unreal. All right, you want to talk? Is is Baker really that hurt? Is Kyle Trask might go? Questionable. I bet Baker plays. Again, at least a little smurf, but he's a fucking top smurf. <clears throat> if for whatever reason... Kyle Trask goes, I will be getting down on the Carolina Panthers, folks. The number one pick just got ass-clapped by C.J. Beathard, okay? Longtime friend of the show, seventh-round pick out of Iowa. That's right, the worst offense in the history of organized football. Just whooped them, 26-0. Expansion Cousins. We're not talking like they walked into the defending champs and got served. We're talking about full-scale embarrassment, okay? They are angry, and and Bryce, hey, nobody's more impatient than this Carolina guy. This guy's whipping drinks at people. You don't yeah. think he's afraid to chuck Bryce Young? Bryce, oh, yeah. Young's, Bryce Young is three-quarters away from being on the ESPN College Game Day crew, okay? <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> will pack it up and go, okay? He doesn't need anything. He is a legend down south, okay? So I do not like that pick, and we'll talk about that final pick shortly. But uh, what's your record again, Hugh? I didn't write it down on my notes. I apologize. 55, 44, and 3. We've guaranteed ourselves another positive season for sure. So So 11 11 games over 500. Okay, that's nice. A little space there. Get to that 58 percentage. You know, that's, that's sort of the key number, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what we like. I mean, if we go six and zero this week, we're sixty-one, forty-four, and three. Uh, anyway, who you got, bro? Who you got, bro? Weird pick, man. Coming off a heater, but stable the ship. 
little CFB, get back right. Saints in an easy spot. Guess what, folks? I'm doing it again. Okay, the Saints smash the Atlanta Falcons. They have already lost to the Falcons. The Falcons don't have their guy. They don't want their guy. No, their guy doesn't want them. No, even their kicker wants out. Every it's a, just a total fuck show. Coach is gone. Atlanta. Everything, coach, everything but the owner is gone. Now you got a Saints team, four or five, three in a row, bitter division rival, nothing to play for. We're talking second quarter annihilation here. This isn't a trip over themselves. Oh, Derek Carr did it again. This is a, hey, classic Derek Carr, go over the top with it, make you think he's much better by saying, oh, my God, did you know Derek Carr had 27 touchdowns? Well, six of them came in the Superdome against Atlanta on week right. 18 with the Pulp Whistleblowers fresh off the new year. Okay? That's a fact, folks. Take it to the bank. This handicapper is getting down on who day. All right? Stay tuned for a huge bet. Classic Derek Carr, by the way. Shows out four touchdowns in the last game of the season to miss the playoffs by one. <laughs> Love it. And then, you know... You know, Kyle Trask and I just did a little touch shove there with three seconds left. And sure. Yeah. Hopefully beat the, hopefully beat them by six. By the way, my record, everybody, 2017 and two. 2017 yep. and two. One and one last week. Hit with the Saints. And I will be taking with a steady sprinkle. You know what? As I thought about it more, you said the Broncos were still alive a little bit somehow in some alternate universe. Yes. Okay. Well, Three. the Raiders will be ending that. Okay. okay? <laughs> it's over. It ends in the desert with the Pierce building a little momentum. Him and Cross, they made a backdoor deal. Hey, you get your guys. It's kind of like a prison thing. Like, hey, yo, get the crazy white dudes. I'm going to get my guys. And then somebody, you know, the kicker will get the Latinos or whatever. I'm saying that he did a divide and conquer. And they're going to show up. They got screwed in Indy, okay? Indy's kicker is going to wind up costing. He's the only kicker in the league that can't really kick 50-plus. And he's indoors. And that was not offside. And that was a miss. And that was a playoff. That was a chance for them to get their nose back in the race. So I think it's a different scenario where, like, sure, they're dead. But, like, in their mind, they were robbed. So, like, they're still new in prison. There's another prison analogy for the black hole. I, uh, this is not written down, folks. This is how organic this show no shit. <laughs> What do you mean, no shit? Like I see all these podcast rookies got a Bristol board sitting beside their camera. Like that's why I, I need people to know. Yeah, no, I just straight acapella like, shit, man. Like, I feel like people out of my ass and my soul. I feel like people could guess that that prison analogy was not necessarily written down what do you word mean? for word. I'm no, sitting I'm not here in the dark for four days. What else could I be fucking doing, Jeff? I'm, Give your fucking head a shake. I like the analogy. I'm just saying I don't think anybody's thinking that you're reading off a paragraph right now. <laughs> you got the prison black guys, the prison white guys. People, that, that's that's classic. I haven't been anywhere writing, okay? But th- th- that wasn't. <laughs> I legit put my phone down. I didn't touch my dick. I didn't do nothing for four days, folks. I was dialed in. I'm glad. And by I the way, the more, I take, the more I hear Huck laugh, the more I move into it, so... Smashing the Saints, Pope whistleblowers, getting down with the sprinkle in the black hole in Vegas. 
Shout out Funzo and Big Dog. Yeah. And we're getting down on Tommy Cutlets and Tyrod Taylor. Okay. The aura, the spirit of them all is still there. Okay. No Philly. Sure, it's close. But we know what I got. So I'm actually putting a 500 season on the line with that Giants pick. Yes, you are. There's no reason for me to do that. I'm three games above 500. I instantly regret it. But will not back you're the down. Dan, you're the Dan Campbell of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about that intro? What? What the? F- what? What the, the fuck? Okay, there was there was three what the fucks. One, I thought Rich Eisen covered well. Check out the Rich Eisen podcast and clips and stuff. He's great. Uh, what the hell was Mike McCarthy doing when they're up four points, throwing the ball when Detroit basically doesn't have enough time left? You could just kick the field goal and kind of run the clock almost out. Instead, you throw the ball out of bounds, Dak. You're giving Lions life. Second of all, okay, Lions want to go for two. Uh, that seems to be Dan Campbell's thing. When they score the go ahead or they score the tying touchdown, and with a, a point, we'll tie it. Two points, we'll win it. A couple like what? Twenty three seconds left. Uh, okay, from the two yard line, you got Decker coming in, and they kind. Of, here's the thing. This has been a thing that teams have been doing for a long time. You send multiple linemen over to the ref. So the defense doesn't exactly know who's eligible. And by the time they announce it, it's like, it's just take it, it muddies the water a bit. Yeah. Now here, here's the problem though. They muddied the water too much and the ref didn't hear who was actually eligible. Now you can blame the ref. However, they announced it's number 70 is eligible, not number 68 right then they could have called time lines. If they, I'm not sure if they had timeout, but you could change the play or something. Because the guy you're about to throw to has not been announced as eligible. And that is, the defense needs to know who the eligible receiver is. That's why the fucking rule exists anyway. Now, however, Decker said, he, he went to the ref and said, I, I, I'm reporting. And the ref seemingly ran away from him. Jeff, you sound like the buddy, the degenerate gambler's brother-in-law who's trying to defend him to the county sheriff. You're fucking dead wrong, bro. This is not a reporting issue. This is a Dan Campbell issue, okay? The fact of the matter was three attempts yes. at the point after, okay? Yes. And you talked about Muddy Waters, okay? I haven't about, got to that part yet. Yep. Okay, we'll go What do you ahead. mean you haven't got to the Muddy Waters? That I was a great was, point. I said there was three things. One. Apologies, apologies. I said one, the, the Dak Prescott pass on second down. Yes. We could have basically ran the clock out. Two, muddy, sending multiple linemen over to the ref and to try to muddy the waters to the point where you muddied it too much. And that's gotcha. why teams don't do that. Belichick, for instance, just sends one guy over and says, I'm reporting. Um, now, the third thing is that once that when you get the, once you get the penalty, kick the goddamn extra point and go to overtime. What are you doing here? This is for the number two seed for uh, fourth and goal from the seven is a much less percentage play. I don't care what next gen stat says on TV. They always say go for it. All right. You should kick the goddamn extra point and go to overtime. Yeah, um, big fan, weird Mike, Muddy Waters, been living on, in them my entire life. <laughs> Huge fan. It's the only waters I could actually swim in, if you think about it. Those of you that know me. Um, you can't swim in regular water? Th- there's, there's a problem in the league. This is a problem in the league that everybody's trying to nickel and dime, find an extra edge, think they're smarter than others. It's just got to be man on man, first to 10 yards. Like it's getting over complicated. The two point shit, the down 16, it's over complicated. 
These are barbarian men doing barbarian things. You do not see a rocket scientist ask the world's strongest man for his ideas on thrust. Okay? You might have him in the room where he tells you what not to do in a moment, but you don't go to him and ask him. He could be there to avert crisis, sure. Same for a brain surgeon, any sort of intellect required, which these analytics, which there's not even people behind. The point is we're, we're muddying the waters too much. Every The tush push, the tush push. They're getting rid of Every, everybody pulling players, not just pushing players. Now pairs are pulling players across the goal line to the first down yard. Okay. It's, it's too much. It's too much. And I hope that that Saturday night spotlight with Jimmy Johnson and Jerry's world and the whole world watching was a chance to realize how far it's gotten. Hey, Roger, one guy can report. That mother goes right to the ref, taps him on the shoulder. Hey, me, it's me. I'm the guy you're looking for, okay? That's it. Done. End of story. No more pulling players. No more trying to exploit the game for the most minuscule advantage. This is what's ruining F1, by the way, for the record is everybody's trying to exploit the rules of the governing body to gain a minuscule advantage. And in that case, we're talking point one thousandths of a second, Jeff. You know the sport well. Sort of. Um, I, I hear what, what you're saying. What do you, what do you hear? That, that, hear was, that, was, that was 18 weeks of fucking get the hell out of my system right there, folks. I hear what you're saying. I do think 20 years ago, teams were punting too much, not going for two enough. And just not generally understanding the best ways to win a game and being fucking scared a little bit too much on fourth down. Agreed. So we've come a long way and football is a little smarter now. But now there's guys and coaches trying to think they're smarter than they are. And Dan Campbell uh, not kicking the extra point there and just going to fucking overtime like the other 99% of the 99% of the time any team's been in that situation in NFL history. They just kicked the extra point. Okay, well, maybe we're going to go for two to win. Now we're kicking the extra point because it's on the seven-yard line, especially in the game that fucking matters. So you're not smarter than 99.9% of the coaches that have come before you, Dan. All right? I think you're a great motivator, but leave the fucking blackjack table when you're up, bud. All right? You just doubled down on a 14. <laughs> okay? It's, it's time to leave the table. Go get some fucking prime rib buffet. All right? You're doing great. So lucky. I thought they were playing the Packers this week. I just looked at their schedule because what he did allowed doubt to enter the room. Okay. Everybody knows he's crazy. People love him. I get it. I'm not saying he's lost the room, but what he did open the door for doubt to enter. Hey, is he going to do this in the wild card? Could he do this in the title game? Cost me a chance at a super bowl bonus. That's 53 dudes in a fucking room folks. Okay. It's, it's a cage. Just because there's a door letting them leave doesn't make it not a cage. That's what the herd was saying. He's like, I can't yeah. trust the Lions and I can't trust the Cowboys when it comes to game winning decision and like game management. I'll trust the Cowboys more than more than most. Even the though Cowboys are, don't like McCarthy. Keep in mind, McCarthy was the one who made the play call to run Dak Prescott on a QB sneak with no timeouts left against the Niners in a home game. 
and then and they didn't get the, the next snap away. Uh, they're, they're lying He's made some fucking mistakes like that before. That's not. That's just one example. What's one of the worst games we didn't talk about here? We didn't talk about your Rams, Niners, eh? That's a total... It, again, Niners don't really have anything to play for. They've clinched because the Eagles lost to Cardinals. Rams are into the six hole. Yeah, and they kind of want to be there. Why Why hurt Stafford? No, I like it. So that I think that that spread's basically saying Buddy. we don't know who's going to win between these backups. You know? See, Keep in mind, Sam Darnold is a backup. He, he, that, I, there's there's oh, money there maybe on the Niners. Absolutely. Yeah, that uh, it's turning into a Super Bowl track. That Levi Field sloppy, bro. Mad slips, mad. It's, it's ugly, ugly stuff. A lot of turf mismanagement going on, with the hundreds of billions getting flown around. Yeah, stinker game. Browns Bengals. Oh my God, Bengals minus six. Kill me now. Hey, isn't it weird that you got Bengals minus six because <clears throat> Cleveland's in the playoffs, solidly in the five spot, and. And Joe, they're going to sit Joe Flacco probably to save Joe Flacco for the playoffs. Shout out Joe Flacco, by the way, hey, coming off the couch. PJ Walker, my boy PJ getting a start, eh? Maybe. Probably. I mean. Maybe. Pow, pow buddy, Packers. Oh, geez, Louise. Give me the Packers. Packers, Packers minus three. Bears. I, it, was, it, was, it was scratching. The- First time all year. Whoa. Didn't even see it. Packers. Extra sprinkle late. Double dessert. The waitress didn't give me the bill like I said 30 minutes ago. They made the Packers, folks, minus three at Lambeau, win and in. Is that right? Is that what I understand? I believe so. Yes, they are currently in eight and eight. And in. They're currently eight and eight. And in that la- in, they're in that last playoff spot. Uh, if they lose and the Saints win, I think the Saints could get in there. So it's a big game for the Packers at Lambeau. However, it's just Justin Fields and these Bears have been playing. Above above their expectancy, yeah, that's for sure. Fun. Everybody has their three four games. Theirs is done. Okay, Fair. just because it's the one before. Hey, I was it was like number seven on my card. And I scratched it out because I'm scared of Justin Fields. Damn. Yeah, they um, they lost their last home game versus the Bucks. I like it. Packers I I, on the like record, it. folks. I, I like it as well. I would love it at two and a half, but three's three safe. Um, yeah, it's just uh. It's fucking it, it, so many three point spreads, man. Vegas doesn't know what to fucking do. So some of these are going to be like three point spread and they win by 20, which could be that Niners game, by the way. That could be like Sam Darnold's California boy party where him and the him and the Niners um, understudies just smash a Rams team that doesn't even want to play, you know? Yeah, I kind of I kind of like that a lot, actually. Um. If everything some if, if if things go down kind of normal this week, we can we got some we can guess the spreads a little bit of some playoff games coming up. Okay, Hold looks on, like I it's. Want, I, want, I want to inform everybody about this Sunday and their viewing habits. There are seven four thirty games, ladies and gentlemen. Seven. Yep. In your late window, six in the early, two Saturday, one Sunday night, none Monday. Wow. Yeah, the, the playoff implication thing in week eight. They try to uh, week eighteen. Char- Chargers Chiefs. Where you go? Gun to your head. Gun to my head. Chiefs. Chad Honey starting. Chad Honey starting though. Yeah, but I mean, like Easton Stick and a bunch of Chargers backups with a fucking special teams assistant as their head coach. I don't know. Yeah, it's not Chad Henney anymore. It's um, 
They got a different backup. Chad Henney retired after he got his ring. Hey, has this, <laughs> uh, has this Chargers guy won yet, though? This is dangerous, though. He has not. No. Might bring, a, might bring a synergy to this game. And again, <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs are stuck in that third spot. They ain't going anywhere. So they got nothing to play for. So expect Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, any of their defensive good players, you know, Sneed, uh, the defensive tackle there, Chris Jones. So That's I expect some of their all-stars to be sitting, but even then. I don't know. The Chargers suck. So that's a fucking stay the far away game for me. And of all the games that don't really matter, the Niners is probably the one I'm most confident in. I wish I almost put that on my board, but I got another stinker for you here. We haven't talked about here, yeah. by the way, I, I forgot to mention about the gold pick. The, I'm going to get down on that too, just on your hotness. Okay. That's all. That's just a simple I, I, tag along. I, I do feel sexy. Feel free to do the same. Everybody. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you who's not welcome back if he loses his final game. Bailey Zappi, in any capacity, will not be welcome back to lose to the Jets in they're, that week in that spot. Well, they're now drafting. It depends on depending on if they win or not. This could affect whether they can get the quarterback they want. No, I see Kraft's Kraft is above that. Kraft is above that. The draft nonsense. I firmly believe that he that they want to send Billy B out with that win against that team at that time. To be fair, I bet the I bet the crafts. I think the opposite. I disagree. I think the crafts they respect the quarterback position more than ever now because they lost Tom and they've been in the quarterback wilderness. And I bet it's probably even easier to get rid of Bill if he does lose to Trevor Simeon's Jets at home. And they keep that draft position to maybe get Drake May. Your gold pick you're talking against here. What the hell? Yeah, that's the owners. Slap some sense in one, buddy. That's the owners. They have nothing to do with whether the Belichick gets his you. boys ready to play. The Patriots yeah. are going to win the game, and I think the Crafts are going to be unhappy about it. Okay? No, no. Mark Wahlberg's going to be in the box. Tom Brady's going to be there. It's just a celebration. It's Bill Belichick Day yeah. against his hated team. You were you were bang on. Yeah. I just well, think the ownership would go love them to lose. I think the Third ownership would secretly let, like them to lose. They need nah. a QB, bro. They do. You're in Josh Allen's division. You need a quarterback. Well, I'll tell you, I'm much closer to Sirianni than I am to Kraft, so you might be right on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, we got some games look like they're lined up for the playoffs here, and I always like to do the look ahead a bit. Folks, when you're when you're thinking uh, – it. well, well, it's because here, it, it helps me. I, I do really well on the wild card weekend, and it's like because I like to make my own lines for the games before they come out. There's no look-ahead lines for playoff games. So it's not like there's been a spread set since the summer for this game. Mm. It looks like the Lions are going to play the Rams. Let's say if, if Rams lose to the Niners and Lions beat the Vikings, uh, and even if I think even if the Lions lose to the Vikings, I don't think that game matters, but I think uh, gambler Dan Campbell is going to play his starters anyway. So it looks like that's going to happen. Matt Stafford coming back to his hometown, place that drafted him, to smash the Lions' dreams, and I think he can do it. I think that spread will be Lions minus three and a half, and I'm all over the Rams already. All right? Uh, and then it looks like it's going to be Eagles, Bucks. Those are the sort of the games we can kind of predict right now. Eagles, Bucks in Tampa, if Tampa can just get by the Panthers and the Commanders lose to the Cowboys. And so you'll have the Eagles going into Tampa Bay to play Baker and the boys down at the ship with the wenches. 
And that'll be, I think, Eagles minus two and a half. Does that sound right? Eagles three? No. Four, five? I don't know. Depends on how they play against your Giants. Especially if the Bucs barely squeak out a win over the Panthers or something. I don't know. It's This is why it's fun. Because you think it's going to be five. I think it'll be maybe probably three. And what if it comes out six? What if it comes out Tampa by one? You know? Let's you know where you want to bet pretty quickly. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know where Vegas is going to go. That's a tough game. Eagles will be favored. Put it that way. They're not stupid. So you can get a Steelers-Bills. Seven versus two. Whoa. That would be great. I would fucking love that. All right. That's the Sunday one o'clock game. And that's why. And that's the other reason the Bills are going to fucking win this game. Because right now they're lined up to play the goddamn Chiefs in round one. And they don't want that. They do not want that. So loser, so winner goes to the two hole, loser goes to the stays in the six hole, correct? I'm just gonna double check that right now. Is it? No, that's right. Yes, right. that's correct. So the Chiefs are locked in at three. And if the Bills uh the loser of the Dolphins Bills. Yes, yes, they play the loser of Dolphins Bills. That's locked in. So there's there's some fucking motivation for you. Hold on. So the, does the two hole get two home games? Yeah. So the Bills will get a divisional, a wild card, and a divisional. They'll get, well, they'll get the wild card, which would most likely be looks like looks like against um, Steelers or whatever, or the, or the Colts or whatever. Yeah, Colts, Texans, or Steelers. Either way, great. And then, and then host the Chiefs. <laughs> and then, or yeah, host host the Chiefs. Or if the Browns can up, no, because then even then they play the Ravens. You're right. Then we host the Chiefs. Let's go. Oh, I almost won. I almost did something that I never did. I almost threw something at the TV. You see those videos when the guy loses a bed, he'll throw something through his TV or it's something. It's usually Cowboys fans. Shout yeah. out McElhaney. <laughs> I almost threw something at the TV. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. That's right. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. This guy cannot be anointed anything until he wins a road playoff game. I don't give a shit how many he wins. Everybody did it on the road at least once. Somewhere, sometime, something. Mike, you're going to hate this, and I'm not actually going to collect on this because this is just, it's been a four-year bet we made. But back when Mahomes made his first Super Bowl, I think we were recording at Centennial Studios in the kitchen with the OG. We made a bet. uh, Some Look Who's Talker sent in this, hey, I think you won a bet from with Weird Mike from five (laughs) years ago. About how many Super Bowls Patrick it. Mahomes would get to. You said two, and I said over two and a half. Because you were like, he's going to be Dan Marino. He's going to lose the Super Bowl to the Niners. No, that's what I said about Joe Burrow. And you said it about Mahomes. I I'm gonna, did not I'll, say I'll, it about I'm Mahomes. I'm going to find the clip, and I'll that's find fine. the bet. I'll I'm not saying I didn't bet. make the bet. No, no, no. I'll find the bet. Joe Burrow is Dan Marino. That's a yes. staple of their, yes. their, their two different takes. But it, yes, but in a previous year, in Mahomes' early right. success, when you were still right. on Alex Smith, love, uh, I said that this guy is going to make multiple Super Bowls and at least win two, and I think we bet on that. I'll find the clip. I don't want the money. I just want the the smile that's on my face right now from our five-year bets. I love it. I fucking love it. All right, let's check the standings for Look Who's Talking. Uh, the Look Who's Talking Team LTD pick six. We got some of the best handicappers in the world. And uh, it's, it's honestly extremely impressive uh, what you guys have been doing. All right. It's a tight race at the top. We got Buffalo Mark 
uh, at 66 and 36 for the season, 30 games wow. above 500 pick and point spreads. Holy shit. We got Andrew Bedford. Shout out Crusaders. Uh, Bedsy, 24, 65, and 37. One game back with one week to go for the top prize from Team LTD. Uh, all the top three winners are going to get Team LTD uh, gift prizes. I believe it's going to be, I think, I think it's 250, yeah. 150, and 100. And then we're giving away a bunch of hoodies during the playoffs because uh, they're uh, they're stepping up their game. Shout out to Team LTD getting involved with sports gambling. I fucking love it. Yeah, big time. All right. Uh, and yeah, oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think, I think that's right, but it might be more quick, for second. Quick word for Betty there. Uh, might be more for second place, yeah. DJ Wazo's got a quick attention span. If you're going to shout him out, you might have to do it at the start of the show next time, okay? That's you? true. So uh, we got McGarry. We got our boy McGarry in third place, tied uh, 62 and 40 with Bluesy 27, 62 and 40. Dan Burnell, 61, 41. Christian Hernandez, 61 and 41 on his way to Vegas. Good luck, my friend. Um, 8-3, letter B. Worst gambling advice I ever got in my life. One of my great friends, Christian Hernandez. We were one of the first casino rips I ever did with our Carmel boys. We're playing poker, and he's like, oh, 8-3, letter B, because he's born in 83. <laughs> and it always stuck with me because I like rhyming stuff, and so does Hernsey. So do you, weird Mike. And random stoned times throughout my poker life, I have just letter B with 8-3. And it's probably cost me a bunch of money. All right, we got Maybach, our Circo Millions quarter pole winner, the biggest winner, who's also a look who's talker. Shout out, big dog. 59 and 43 in seventh place. We got Brian Hiller, 59 and 43, tied with Maybach. Uh, we got Dewey, 57 and 45. Nice. And Joe Meaford coming in, uh, tied it with in ninth place, 57 and 45. All right, and big shout out to Derbs and Weird Mike is weird. I just wanted to get down to Weird Mike is weird. He's in 12th. And it's not weird, Mike. And I fucking What's love that. And he's tied for 39th or something this week. Yeah, shut up. Um, wait, how do I maximize this again? There we go. Uh, All right. You know, seeing, seeing where fucking uh, Hearns also has two other great analogies for gambling as he heads off to Vegas, probably listening on the plane. Um, day three, letter B. Day three <laughs> in Vegas, not a day to go hard. You, yep. you save it. You just went hard twice. You've got your final day coming up. Yep. You know, day three, you just let her be. Plan a nice lunch. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, he's a big Buckley's guy on the golf course, which may have led to my career low. I missed the fairway on 17 and was in a tight spot and pulled out a, a negative club trying to get to a green. And, and he's like, Buckley's, bro. All you hear from across the fairway <laughs> is Buckley's, bro. So I took it. I made my bogey. And uh, well, you signed the card. You, you're the one who attested the score. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little weird fact for you, Mike, before we wrap her up. I thought you'd like this. Love it. Uh, so, again, the Bills, I, I was impressed with that. They, they were ne not necessarily the better team on Sunday against the Pats. The Pats came to play, especially after that kickoff return. And oh. during that kickoff return, where Tyler Bass, your boy, uh, did a very weak attempt at a tackle. And then... I'm like, do I have everything right so far? No, no, he's, he's not my boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way, when he's chasing down the Pat's kick returner after he basically... Oh, I've seen it. After he spun him, he reached the fastest speed a kicker 
has ever reached since they've been recording player speed. Really? 21.3 miles per hour while he was chasing wow. that motherfucker. So we got the fastest kicker in the world, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, there's there's some ugly ones out there. I'll tell you, I said earlier, you want a little kicking corner here? It ended up. So Colts kicker could cost them. Yeah. Okay. No big leg. Needs indoors. Um, so watch out for that. I, I I I don't like where Tyler Bass is at this year. I don't think he's he's quite costly. He's not dialed in like I think he should be. Although they've been getting pretty good weather there recently, like it hasn't been terrible weather there. Fucking not winter. And, uh, and guess who hasn't missed a kick all year? My my real boy, Budker. I think season one of this show, season two. Yeah. He hasn't missed a kick all year. He's been your boy for a long time. I'll give you yeah. that. Guess what happens when you don't miss a kick all year? You do? In the playoffs. Yeah. Also, also, Dallas. Dallas kicker. You know what? If I was a Dallas kicker, Hey, you want some reverse juju? Why don't you bang a couple off the uprights in at Maryland Stadium there, FedEx Field, on a sloppy track? Get them out of your way, because it's a whole different ball game. Fifty-one yards to win the wild card with Jerry breathing down your neck from the owner's box. Okay, so there's some three kicker quarrels to keep your mind on. Yep, and I hope the Cleveland kicker, who they're going to need, gets better. Hopkins has had a great year. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, you want uh, special teams touchdowns. Week 18, a lot of roster call-ups, a lot of sure. dudes making a, trying to make a splash on a random play, a big hit, fumbles. There's defensive scores. There's special team scores. Week 18, there's no buys. It is 53 men who you think have nothing to play for. Guess what, folks? They got everything and more. Millions of dollars to play for. Millions of dollars. Shout out CeeDee Lamb, breaking Michael Irvin's age-old Cowboys records for catches and receptions and yards. Uh, guy looks unstoppable right now for the Cowboys. They should just keep using him. If they had used him against the Niners a couple of years ago, they could have made the Super Bowl. All right. That's it. Oh, we got our Storyteller Beverages playoff contest coming up a week from now. Uh, so get your keep in mind, we want you to pick five players before the start of the playoffs. And you can win five cases of storyteller beverages for free, delivered right to your door. Why don't you right. uh, why don't you kickstart that this week? Because so many teams are already in, you might get in people fielding teams early. No, you're gonna want to know who's playing who, who can go because you want guys that go, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, go, yeah. That go the longest, right? You want to know the path. Uh, anyway, if like if if the if the Cowboys lose the Commanders, that could really fuck up their path. And they're playing the Niners way earlier than they wanted to. Well, you you just preaching that narrative. Eh? You think that I think Ron Rivera's got one last curtain call. We're talking. We've been talking gamblers. Ain't it's, no more dirtier than Ron. The riverboat. Oh, I said it at the start of the episode, didn't I? That Dan Campbell was the general riverboat and riverboat Ron, and which is most likely his. Absolutely, his last game. He's not had a winning season in his four year tenure. It's over. And, and his new and, owner didn't hire him. It's over. This is nobody's going anywhere. Nobody wants him either. And and Sam Howell, handpicked by Rivera and that coaching staff from North Carolina, not necessarily like a highly touted prospect. So done. he's playing for his career too. I don't know. Again, no, they're both out of there. Yes, interesting, interesting. But sloppy track. Sam, if Sam can lay some tape and beat the Cowboys in Dallas, maybe he can get a spot somewhere else. Taylor Heineke himself into a backup quarterback role somewhere. The guy is drafting quarterback as well. 
Howell leads the National Football League in interceptions. He's been laying tape all year, Jeff. He was, okay. hey, five weeks ago, he was leading the league in yards. You, you know what I like? You know what I like him? I like him to be Minshew 2.0. Yeah. Get, get this guy on my squad. Get this guy believing in the second unit. Get this backup. guy ready for an injury. I, I like bu- that a lot. Bring him to Buffalo. He'd be a great backup. Yeah, Josh a little too healthy, but I see more of where he's able to play. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, one last thing. One last thing. We talked about futures the past couple of weeks. Lamar, in the end, threw five touchdowns, played a perfect game last week as the Dolphins. He sealed the deal. Don't bet on anybody else to win the MVP. However, I am looking at one thing, and that is our boy, Uncle Josh Allen, to win Super Bowl MVP. Find your best odds. I know I just tickled your fancy, Bills fans. Check it out right now before they win their first playoff game, before they beat the Dolphins this week. All right? Because if they can make the Super Bowl, that'll be minus 110 for who's going to win the MVP. And right now, it's definitely thousands. Giddy up. Uh, anything for shut the huck up? Go Titans. Playing spoiler. I'm uh, If I'm a Jags fan, I'm scared. Frabel just does this shit. And a week, a, a week to the day where the Jaguars spoiled their plans. Interesting. Weird Mike, any last any last words? Been a hell of a ride. Week 18. No real downs, but man, what a high turkey day to Christmas Day. Week 18. Wish I was in Vegas. Gonna be nutting up on some of my faves. All that money I'd be blowing at the Rhino and the buffet and the Jabawakis and the fucking the Fruit Loop, whatever you name it. I'm going to put down on it. Smash, Saints, Sprinkle, Raiders, Packers, Giants, side dish. NFL season out. Bills are battle ready. Circle the wagons. Here we go. See you later. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Made damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his face. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. Got